Praise the Lord. It is a joy to once again come before the scriptures to meditate upon the word of God. Today for the meditation let us turn to Psalm 9. Psalm 9 is a psalm of joyful praise that is written because of God's care for his people of Israel and his righteous judgment against the nations that were oppressing Israel. If you see in this psalm the theme of judgment and justice flow together and at the heart of the psalm is God's righteous judgment and also his merciful defense of the oppressed we see that this heart of sam the heart of this sam talks about numerous reasons to recount and praise god for all the past mighty works that he has done in one's life and this the samist does in the midst of the current conflict that is raging around him it has a spiritual application for us also wars and conflicts are a part of christian life The moment we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior we repented of our sins and believed in him the word of god says in colossians chapter 1 verse 13 we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son and as a result because there is a change of kingdoms that has happened there is also a conflict that is raging around us but the truth is in the midst of the conflicts of my life I still have reason to praise God because I look back and look back on the mighty works of God in my life and I still continue to praise him. In Psalm 9 broadly this is divided into three sections. Psalm 9 verse 1 to 6 talks about the reason to praise him that is to praise him because of his judgment of the oppressor. The op- the ones who are oppressing others shall be judged. In the second division of the Psalm Psalm 9 verses 7 to 12 talks about God's justice in defending the weak and the oppressed. And in the next section of the psalm, Psalm 9 verse 13 to 20, we understand that it is a cry from the psalmist's heart for deliverance and salvation in his life. Let us look at each of these three sections together. The first section is Psalm 9 verse 1 to 6 and the word of God talks about the judgment of God upon the oppressor. the beginning of the psalm is a wholehearted praise to the lord if you look at that portion and we will read that together i will give thanks to the lord with my whole heart i will recount all your wonderful deeds i will be glad and i will boast in you i will exult in you i will sing praise to your name o most high god here the psalmist is offering his wholehearted praise to the lord for delivering him and his army from the enemy nations that attacked israel his aim was to honor the lord through this entire praise the end of all praise the reason for all praise is not to draw attention to oneself but to glory in the lord jesus christ his joy was in the lord the fact that he received a mighty victory in the hands of god is just a secondary fact but he wants to now tell everybody about the wonderful works of the lord What are the works of the Lord? Psalm 9 verse 3 and 4 talks about some of the works. When my enemies turn back they stumble and perish before your presence. For you have maintained my just cause, you have sat on the throne giving righteous judgment. David describes the victory that he received in verses 3 to 6. There was the oppressing nations that were coming against the nation of Israel and here we read the nations the enemies were turned back before the presence of god god turned the enemy back and in their retreat they stumbled and perished before the lord why did the lord do this because god is a god who is 
faithful to his covenant and he has created a covenant to preserve the nation of Israel and David has received a covenant from the Lord to become to be continuously be the king of Israel in his lifetime as a result of this God accomplishes his purposes on this earth for the nation of Israel by removing the enemies from their presence now we see that God's rebuke in Psalm 9 verse 5 he rebukes the nations God's rebuke is an expression of his anger and Psalm 9 verse 5 says you have made the wicked to perish you have blotted out the name forever and ever to blot out a name means to destroy a place a person or a nation completely the oppressors of Israel were rooted out verse 6 says the enemy came to an end in everlasting ruins it was never built up again the cities that you rooted out the very memory of them has perished if you see historically every nation that has oppressed the nation of israel throughout history has always faced the anger and wrath of god even today we see the nation of israel as a tiny nation that is surrounded by strong and mighty enemies yet the story of their survival and dominance is proof of god's mercy and covenant love it is not based on anything that they have done it's not a merited favor it is an unmerited favor that god has given them likewise when the nations rage against jesus when the nations and peoples rage against his word the bible when the people rage against the church of god remember one thing finally the covenant promise of god stands forever the word of god says heaven and earth will pass away but my word remains forever likewise however much the world may persecute the church it may try to quench it the word of god says jesus said i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it we see in these six verses the fact that god executes his judgment on the oppressors in the next section of the psalm verses 7 to 12 the psalmist praises god for his justice in defending the oppressed verses 7 to 12 in contrast to the wiping out of a nation the glory of a nation is temporary but the glory of the name of the lord is forever verse 7 says but the lord sits enthroned forever he has established his throne for justice he judges the world with righteousness and people with uprightness you see his throne cannot be overthrown in fact the victory that god gave to david is actually a picture that we see of the final judgment and victory that god will have when god judges the world we see this in acts chapter 17 verse 31 as well when paul refers to it the throne of the lord is established in justice now justice is a nature of god and one part of god's justice is his judgment on the oppressors and the wicked and the other part of the justice of god is the mercy and favor of god upon the oppressed and the faithful god is the defender of the oppressed he judges from his position of authority the thrones have been set sam 9 verse 9 says he is a fortress for the oppressed a stronghold in troubled times verse 10 says he is a god who doesn't forget or forsake those who know his name those who trust him those who seek him how important is it to have the very same attitude of knowing his name trusting him and seeking him in our own lives the lord does not forget us 
when we trust him when we seek him when we know his name verse 11 the psalmist tells to the faithful to sing the praises of god and recount the marvelous works of god tell among the people his deeds rehearse the deeds that god has done in the past because that increases our faith in order to see his promises to come to pass in the future god is a god who is a faithful god and he has taken the nation of israel and blessed them and given so many examples to us so that our faith our understanding of him can also be built up and we can also trust him not just in the days when everything is going good but also in the days when we feel oppressed and down verse 12 says he is the god who avenges the blood and he is mindful of the people who are weak he does not forget the cry of those who are afflicted dearly beloved this is a great hope for each one of us in the times that we are faced with enemies that are stronger than ourselves in the times that we are feeling afflicted and weak in our body soul and in our spirit let us look to the lord who is the one who is a just god and surely he is the one who will vindicate and he is the one who will recompense now when we come to the next section of the psalm it is psalm 9 verses 13 to 20 and there we see that it is a cry for deliverance cry to the lord for deliverance now having rehearsed the mighty acts of god and the nature of his justice the psalmist now cries out to the lord for his favor and his grace initially he cries out against the enemies that are present verse 13 says be gracious to me o god see my affliction from those who hate me o you who lift me up from the gates of death that i may recount all your praises that in the gates of the daughter of zion i may rejoice in your salvation he cries out against the enemies that are present the ones who hate him the ones who are afflicting him he was brought near to death because of his enemies but he appeals to a god who can raise him from that pitiful state and set him on a stable rock from death to life that is the promise of our god in the words of revi sakarias jesus came not to make bad people good but dead people alive and so we read that in the word of god as well in verse 13 and 14 we see the psalmist moving from the gates of death to the gates of zion where he rejoices in the lord's deliverance and salvation a movement from death to life in our lives also have we not enjoyed this mercy of god where however hard we had fallen the lord preserved us from our enemies even in the presence of our enemies he prepared a table and a banquet for us verse 15 to 17 is a reminder of god's justice where the nations have been entrapped in the very pit that they made for israel the net that they had hidden for the covenant people of god that itself caused them to be trapped this shows the scheming and evil nature of the wicked they want to trap the righteous the faithful the oppressed have been oppressed long by the oppressors but praise be to god he who preserves his beloved from the snare of the fowler he sets them free from the traps where they were caught and he even ensnares and traps the wicked ones in their own wild plans and devices sam 9 verse 18 says the needy shall not be forgotten the needy shall not always be forgotten the hope of the poor shall not perish forever and finally in verses 19 to 20 we see god as the conqueror God will not forget the nation of Israel 
and the word of god says it's a cry to the lord arise o god let not man prevail let nations be judged before you put them in fear o lord let the nations know that they are but men we see this arise o lord reminding us of the conquering march of israel when the lord went before his people to defeat their enemies the word man that is used there let not man prevail and let the nations know that they are but men the words essentially mean weak and frail man we never want to admit this but there are limits to our strength before god we are all weak and frail and here the word of god reminds us one day the lord will put the rebels in the rightful place and they will discover that day that they are only dust even the greatest man on the face of this earth is only dust the moment the breath of life is removed from them by god they shall go into dust they shall return back to the dust from which they were formed that's the word of god what is our response dearly beloved to this psalm we respond to god and we thank him for the deliverance and mercy in our life if we are on the side of the oppressor god warns us he is the defender of the weak and we don't want god to be against us it's a time for us to turn back to him turn away from our wickedness let us approach god in reverential fear thankful for his loving kindness that he has extended towards us yet fearing him for his divine justice let us recount his marvelous works and let us look with a blessed hope for tomorrow for tomorrow he comes very soon to reign over the nations in justice may the lord bless us through the meditation of these scriptures